0: Hello, welcome.
1: Hello, what's oh, just me?
0: So far, they we're going to wait until three people come in order to start.
2: Well, by the way, I was really heartbroken to hear your sadness at the beginning of the class last, last week because I was listening to the recording, but I really honestly slept through it last week. But I, was, I felt very badly that you were all by yourself or however few people, so I made an extra effort to show up for that.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: I really, I do listen to the classes because they're really interesting. I don't always, okay. like, but I realized that was more
0: important. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. So I'll look something up while I'm waiting, and we'll um, start. We're learning the uh, very interesting
1: halachos today. Hello, welcome, we're going to start as soon as we have one more person,
0: not that you guys aren't really important. But um, I feel bad if there's not three people, then there's no, like, group that's holding down the fort.
1: Hopefully it'll be really, really soon.
3: oh mm-hmm. 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 mm-hmm.
0: Okay, let's start regardless. Um, the, we're going to be learning, the hal- uh, continuing the halachis of brachis. Um, however, the halachis that we're going to be learning today are maybe even more practical than last time. I don't know if either of you were in the summer program. I would that you were. So you, we may were you in the class? We went over the, the last class, or went over the brachos. There was the last class. A lot of the women asked about uh, the specifics of brachos, and we went through a class that um, that covered the questions that they were asking.
4: I so, so. Um, yeah, were you there? Yeah, I was. Okay.
0: So those are generally the um, halachas we're going to be covering today. Um, with, a, with a little bit of an extra twist. So, so stay tuned and pay attention. The The questions that we'll be answering today are, if you have made a bracha and more food was brought in front of you, uh, do you have to make another bracha if the bracha that you already made would have covered what you was brought in front of you? Um, that is one general question. The, and there's a lot of details with it. Uh, another question is, if you, made, if you sat down to eat and you got up and you walked away and then you came back, you have to make another bracha. Are you able to move during a meal um, as it relates to brachas? And what if you are traveling? What if you're in the car? What if you're in a park? Um, how, do you, how do you keep one bracha? to um, stay over many different foods um, throughout the time that you're eating. So these are the questions that we're going to, they're going to be discussing today. Uh, they are extremely practical. They literally every meal, it, it, it happens. We get up and we, and we want to go to the next room, um, whether it's to get something for the meal or to, or just because we're antsy and, we, and um, we want to go to the next room while we're eating? Uh, or if we're eating a fruit or a drink and we, do, we made a bracha inside and then we want to go outside? Um, or a popsicle, whatever, whatever it is. What is the halacha? Do we have to make another bracha? So let's... Let's um, jump right into it. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. I'm not going to be looking at the uh, screen so much. Um, so if you have a question, that, that try not to do the, like the digital raising your hand. because I won't see it. You just interrupt me. Okay, so generally, um, this is a halacha that's very, very um, neglected because many people don't know it. One should not make any interruption between a bracha and swallowing the food, not just putting the food in the mouth, but actually swallowing the food. So, if someone's eating a cookie, he should make nice, put the food in his mouth, and swallow before he starts talking. Um, putting it in the mouth is not a would not cover the the bracha until he actually swallows. Silence is also an interruption. So it's not just talking. If someone makes a bracha, they should not sit around quietly until they eat. They should eat right away. Um, that, that doesn't mean that they have to they, you know, they have to get the food into their mouth as fast as humanly possible. It just means that they shouldn't, they shouldn't uh, uh, procrastinate while they're, after they made the bracha, before they actually, Put the food in the mouth. That being said, it is best for somebody to make a bracha on a whole fruit or a whole piece of food and therefore the best practice would actually be to make a bracha while the fruit is whole. If You are eating want an apple and you're, gonna, you're going to cut it up. It's best to make the bracha while the fruit is whole and after your bracha to cut it um, and then eat it. The cutting of the fruit is not considered a, an interruption because you're doing it for the eating. The, the, um, this next halacha is an interesting, an interesting case uh, that directly stems from the last halacha that we learned. If you're eating a food and it has a possibility of being moldy or warmy or, or some, uh, some, something wrong with it that might Cause you not to eat it, you should check it first, even if it means that you have to break the, break it apart. So if you have a nut that sometimes comes out comes out uh, nasty, uh, and you, sometimes you have a pistachio that um, you, it comes out like all black and whatever. Um, so we sh- you should open it up before you make the bracha to make sure that you will have a bracha to that you'll have something to eat
1: following the bracha. Barachas are something that we say so often and
0: something that, something that is so, so much of an a, uh, a important part of our day that we sometimes neglect to actually think about the bracha that we're saying. And we sort of uh, uh, spit it out um, just in time, you know, our hand starts moving towards our mouth with the food. Before, while we're middle of saying the word, so that as we finish the word, you know, the, our, the cookies are ready in our mouth. So um, we should not say brachas like that. Brachas should be said with concentration and with intention. One should, one should say a bracha with um, thinking about what he's saying and not just out of rote. Uh, it's best to hold a, um, a, the food in your right hand if you're a righty when you make the bracha or your left hand if you're a lefty. Uh, if you didn't, that's, it, it doesn't uh, hold back the bracha. Um, this doesn't just apply to your hand. You can also be holding it through your right hand on a fork or a spoon. Uh, however, Kabbalistically, uh, um, cab, it's best not to use a knife when holding food to make a bracha. Um, a knife represents the the ending of life, and the right hand represents the giving of life
1: um, and uh, distribution. And we don't want to mix the two. Uh, if you made a bracha before the before the food
0: got there, and if you're like really, really hungry, hadn't eaten, and you know, during coronavirus, it's like you haven't eaten in like 30 minutes. So you're on the floor and you're like crawling to the refrigerator and you make the bracha before you get to the refrigerator because you don't want to have to wait when you get to the refrigerator before putting it in your mouth. So you actually have to make a new bracha when you get the food in front of you.
1: The bracha that was made before the food came is not considered a, a bracha that works, Uh, so let's
0: say you're sitting at the table and you have a bunch of fruit in front of you and you want to make a bracha. Now we all know that, the, that apples, oranges, pears, mango, grapes, they all have the same bracha. So how, do you, we know that you don't have to make this, uh, another bracha on each one, but that's not actually always the case. Sometimes you do. And the following halacha applies. If you knew, if the food wasn't in front of you and you knew that you're going to eat more of the other food, so let's say you, you're eating apples and you knew that the mango was coming, or you knew that the mango on the table you're going to take part on, so you can make one bracha of eight and it'll cover all of it. If you didn't know that you were actually going to take part in the other fruit, then, then there are three different um, th- uh, scenarios. If you're talking about two of the same food, so for example, you're eating an apple and you, another apple is coming, but you didn't, know, you didn't think that you're going to be eating more apple than you already had, but um, a, a relative, a particularly annoying relative, came and he actually snatched some of your apple away. And you're shocked and annoyed and frankly, really, really upset. The nerve, the nerve. Um, but in any case, it, <laughs> I digress. You, um, you, so you're, you're eating this apple and somebody took part of it and, and you wanna have, or for whatever other reason, you wanna have more apple afterwards. You didn't know before that you're gonna have more apple. So because you're talking about the same exact food item, so you don't have to make another bracha, even if you had, didn't have in mind. But what if it's not the same food item, but it's, it belongs to the general category? For example, your annoying relative, um, the, he comes and he snatches some of the apple, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna do one better. You take my apple, I'm bringing a mango. Or better yet, a kiwi, and you're like, I'm not going. So now you're gonna you're gonna partake in more fruit, same category of, of food of, of fruit, um, but not the, but not the, um, but not the same exact food item. It's not an apple. It's a fruit, but it's a mango or or kiwi, but it's not a the exact same food item. Then if, if your apples are not finished, you still have some apple in front of you, then you can continue, making, you continue eating the other fruit without making an additional bracha. However, if the fruit that you had in front of you, the apple, the first fruit, is finished, then you have to make an additional bracha on the other type of fruit that came in front of you since you didn't have in mind that you would be eating it
1: when you started to make the bracha. What about if it's an entirely different food category? for example, you um, you made a a on
0: a piece of mozzarella cheese a cheese stick and You, you didn't have in mind when you start when you made that bracha that you would also be eating. A, you'd also be drinking a glass of water. So, because they're two totally separate food items, food categories, I should say. Even if, if since you'd add, you didn't have in mind. Even if the cheese is still
1: left over, you have to make another brotha. Rabbi? Yes. Maybe I missed something.
2: How is this distinct from the apple mango slash kiwi scenario?
0: So there are three categories. One is it's exact same same item, two, two apples. Other one is if it's the same category, but two separate, two separate um, items in that category, they're both fruit. And the last category is if they are, have the same bracha, but they don't even belong to the same category. They're not, they're not both fruit. They're totally different types of food. One's a water and one is cheese. They, the, only reason that they, um, the only reason that they're coming together is because they happen to have the same bracha but they're not, the same, they're not the same food category.
2: But it sounds, so that's why, I don't know if I missed something, it sounds like the bottom line is the same for both of the last two scenarios. So why, why distinguish between them?
0: Oh, because the, in the second scenario where they were the same category, but different, um, but different items, if there was some left of the first item, you do not have to make another bracha. But in the sec- third category, you do. Uh, in
1: order
4: to I have a question, Just, sure. Um, so you were talking about leftover string cheese, but what if you were the person who had that first half, and for whatever reason you put it in the fridge? Is it saying a bracha in vain when you're having the second half to remake a blessing on that same piece of food?
0: Uh, can you can you explain the scenario? So what say happens? you
4: had the intention of eating the whole string cheese okay. at like noon. And then you, for whatever reason, you were full. So then you put it aside in the fridge. From and half then, a string cheese? Yeah. Okay. And hours later, you're having a separate category of food, which is the example that you were talking about. And then you're like, oh, wait, my string cheese. And then you bring it back from the fridge. But it's already been blessed at some point during the day.
0: Right, okay, so you'd still have to make another bracha on it. Okay. Um, the, re- the reason for that is because you, you, the, ho- the whole um, background to these laws is whether you, ha- whether you had um, what's called Hesychadas, you uh, were distracted or had cut off the, the initial eating a meal. And in that case, you had, you had put it away because you're finished eating. Uh, to avoid these issues, when one sits down to eat, they should have in mind whatever food is coming. Say, well, I'm going to make an ace, and whatever food comes in front of me, I, I'm, I'm concentrating on, I'm considering that also. The easiest uh, scenario over here is a guest. Because a guest naturally does not know what is coming, when they make a bracha, they are, they are covering anything that comes based on what their, the host is, is bringing. And therefore, their brachas don't end
1: at one item, they continue to any other item that might be brought. Uh, there's a very interesting, there's a very interesting halakha that comes up
0: over here. Now, it's halakha ha- that we haven't learned yet, but I'll give you a, uh, just a quick uh, insight into it. The the is of din kedima. There's halakha of what one should make a blessing on first when different food items come, um, appear in front of him. Uh, for example, one would make a um, or hamaiti before they would make hagafen um, or um, Hadama, uh, Ha'etz goes before Hadama. Hadama goes before Shahakal. There, there is a, a certain order of, pri- of priority as it relates to brachas. Now, there there are opinions that say that the whatever we just said about one
1: bracha covering another won't apply if the first item is it should have been blessed on after the second item.
0: For example, we said that once you make bari priha eights, if he has an apple and a banana, he should make bari priha eights before um, he makes bari
1: priha dhamma. Now, what if he has, oh, that that case wouldn't really work over here. Let's
0: work on a case where the dinkadima would be on two of the same things. For example, if one had a grapes and a, and a pomegranate, so they they would they would they supposed to make the bracha on the grapes first, if so I'm not mistaken, um, because it comes first in the in the pasuk. Yeah. So the so according to this opinion, you wouldn't be able to. Eat the um, the grapes based on the bracha that was made on the pomegranate, since the pomegranate should have been blessed on second. In other words, it's it it doesn't have the same um the same priority as does the pomegranate, as the as the grapes. However, others argue, and therefore. To cover our bases, um, you should, if they are both in front
1: of you, you should definitely make sure to make the bracha on the the proper one first, the one that has priority. Um, And if it's not, then you you should really have it in mind.
0: Because
1: if you don't have it in mind, um, then eh, the bracha wouldn't cover it. Let's move on to a case where you made a bracha, but then you can, whatever
0: you're making a bracha on cannot be eaten. For example, you pick up a piece of fruit, you're outside in the park, you pick up a piece of fruit, and the, you make the bracha by a prea eight, and before you, were, you had a chance to put it in your mouth, um, somebody ran into you and it, it, it fell on the ground and was instantly snatched up by the millions of insects that have come out of their hiding spots in the last couple days and the and i don't know what's going on wherever you guys are but there's there's some serious infestation going on here so people are complaining about these giant um ants that they uh, i don't mean like uh, my father's sister I'm talking about like these insects crawling on the floor that are enormous so they can literally like devour that apple in in a moment. So you, it drops on the floor, and now you can't make a bracha on it. Then you, now you can't eat it. You made a bracha, now you can't eat it. So if there's more in front of you, there's another piece of apple in front of you that you anyways you're going to eat from. So you can just take a piece of that and eat it, and then the bracha will, will transfer
1: to that, and you're you're good. Um. If you didn't have any
0: more in front of you and you have to go get more, or if it was in front of you, but you weren't thinking
1: about eating that, you were were thinking of just eating what you had in your hand, then you must make a new bracha. Now, uh, piggybacking on this, uh, or um, considering
0: this halacha, you might have an issue with water fountains, right? You're back in the park, and you're so fed up about this apple situation, debacle, that you decide that you really just want to, you just need a drink, you need to calm down, calm down. Because your apple's gone, you're really upset. So you go to the water fountain, and you want to make a breath in the water fountain, and then you realize, essentially, the water fountain is the same exact thing. You're making a bracha on the water, but the water that you're making a bracha on is not there by the time, you're, by the time your mouth gets to the spout, right? Because it's a different water. The water is continuously flowing. Just like the apple that you made a bracha, now you can't eat the apple that was in front of you. You only have other apples to eat. So now you're really fed up. But, but, Luckily, your rabbi genie pops up on your shoulder and he says, don't worry about it because you are actually allowed to do that. You're allowed to make a bracha on the the water, uh, even though it's going to be flowing because when you made the bracha, you had in mind that the water was going to flow and you were thinking about the water that was coming, not the water that you you were um, seeing when you made the bracha.
1: Rabbi, uh, yes.
2: is it a problem to approach a water fountain, say a bracha, and then turn on the spout, or do you have to be seeing running water as you're saying the bracha?
0: So that's an interesting question. Um, I think that you have to see the water while you make the bracha. Um, you, even if you wouldn't, you definitely have to try the water fountain first, but um, you have to because that would go back to the case, what we said earlier. If, if something is possibly moldy or, or um, warm, you have, to, you have to inspect it before you make the bracha to so make sure that you're going to have something to make a bracha on. So, um, but either way, I think, yeah, I, think, I think you would have to have the water waterfront on when you make the bracha so you see what you're making a bracha on.
2: So it's in f- front of you. You're saying you would have to turn it on anyway because sometimes you push the button and nothing comes out. Yes, Got that, it. that
0: happens all the time um, in the parks here um, during the winter, especially because usually people aren't in the park so much, and in the summer when they forgot to turn it on from the winter. Um, so let's go on to the next, the next um, important halacha. In all of these cases where the where you have to make another bracha. So the first bracha was a bracha in vain, and therefore, after, after making this bracha, one must say, Baruch Hashem, because when one says Hashem's name in vain, he has to immediately uh, establish, uh, establish Hashem's um,
1: honor and glory, which is the idea of Baruch Shem. There is, a, there is a life hack, that YouTube
0: worthy life hack, that really would um, jump in right over here. In any of these situations, if you did not finish the brach and you said, Baruch atah Hashem, and then you realize that if I finish this bracha, this is going to be in vain, you can say the words, Lamdeni Hukecha. Um, if you say the words, Lamdeni Hukecha, I'm gonna write it on the board for you.
1: So these are the words
0: Lamdeni Hukecha. And if Barkatashem Lamdeni Hukecha is actually a Pasuk in Tehillim, And therefore, if one if one immediately says Lamdeni Hukeha, he is actually.
1: I'm gonna try and. It's it's really hard to do this, but I'm gonna try and. Um, okay, it is impossible.
0: Okay, I'm gonna. It's it's not gonna have. Um, it's not gonna have vowels. I'm, I apologize. So um, if one if one says the words on dechukecha, they are essentially. Um, taking care of the problem of making the bracha in vain because it's a pasuk. Okay, let's get into the halaches of moving when you're eating or drinking. Now, before we start these halakhis, it's important to understand that there are two different types of, there are two types of um, food uh, groups as it relates to moving. There is one food group that the Allah is one does not have to make the after blessing in the same place that they ate. And there's another food group that one does have to make the after blessing in the place that they ate. And it's important to to concentrate over here because the the one that seems to be more, more stringent, namely that you have to that you have to make a bracha in the place that you ate, is actually going to bring about some leniencies as it relates to moving. The reason for that is because if you have to go back to where you ate in order to make an after-blessing, when you left, you really didn't end your meal because your meal's not over until the fat I mean, until you bench. And the, when, you, um, when you leave, When you leave, you haven't ended your meal because you have to go back anyways to bench. However, items that you do not have to bench in the same place that you ate, as soon as you leave, you ended your meal, and therefore you would
1: have to make another blessing um, at any time following that. Shall I repeat that? It'll help me if you give examples. I can't speak for everyone else. Okay. Uh,
0: popsicles. Popsicles are generally um, if you, The halakha is that you do not have to make, if you eat a popsicle in one place, and then you walk away, you do not have to go back to
1: where you ate the popsicle in order to make a burn of fascist napkin blessing. However, if you have a chocolate chip cookie,
0: or some other piece of mousainis, um, or a better example is if you had a, a challah roll and you ate a challah roll in a place and
1: then you walked away, you have to return to where you ate in order to make an afterbarah. Therefore, when you left after eating the challah roll, you haven't
0: ended your meal because you have to return anyways. And because you have to return, your meal is... is is not over. However, when you finish eating your popsicle and you walked away, you're, you essentially finished eating. And the fact that you didn't make an after doesn't hold you back
1: from walking away and ending your eating because you can make an after somewhere else. You don't have to go back. And therefore, the following halachas will apply. If you finish eating your Popsicle or your middle eating your Popsicle
0: and you you walk to the other side of the room, you do not
1: have to make another breath up to continue eating your Popsicle. If you had in mind
0: to when you started in your popsicle that you will be walking somewhere else in the house. So you go to the freezer, you take out your popsicle and you walk in t- and you, when you made the bracha and start in your popsicle, you had in mind that you're going to be walking into another room where you were going to be um, I don't know, playing foosball. So you, the, so you walk into the other room a different room than where you made the bracha, but when you made the bracha, you had in mind that you're going to be moving somewhere else. Then you do not have to make another bracha when you move to another place. Now, it's interesting. It used to be that if you didn't have in mind, you would have to make another bracha. Today, halakhic authorities have changed this because it is so common for us to move around while we eat much more than it was um, back in the day. So whenever someone moves around, it's as if they had a mind that they're going to move around because everyone is always constantly moving around while they eat, while uh, snacking and um, and eating things. So therefore, if you, today, even if you didn't have a mind, directly, you wouldn't have to make a breath if you moved to another room. However, if you
1: leave the house, you leave the house, then you would have to make another bracha, And that, which means that if you, if
0: you are, um, if you, if you are in your kitchen and you take out a popsicle, you make a bracha and you
1: start eating your popsicle. And after you, And after you started eating it, you moved, you moved out of the house. You would actually have to make another breakfast. That only applies if you can't see
0: the area where you made the bracha. If you're able to see the area where you made the bracha, then you do not have to make another bracha, providing, um, I'm going to give two, uh, two conditions over here, providing that in order to get to the place that you are currently, you didn't have to go anywhere that, where you were not able to see the place that you,
1: um, that you made the bracha, and when you, you didn't go out past, you didn't go out across the street.
0: If you cross the street, then it, then it automatically cuts off the, um, it cuts off the connection. Um, this may be, um, compared to something that's happening today, which is Um, how to make minyanim in the street. There are people that are making minyanim, um, long-distance minyanim. And one of the things that the halakhas that they found is that if you are across the street,
1: then you cannot be part of a minyan, even if you are able to see them and hear them. Um,
0: Okay. However, if any of these conditions does not, if you moved um, outside the house and you cannot see the place that you originally uh, made the bracha, or if the approximate place, or if you went in order to get there, you went through a place where you weren't able to see it. For example, if you walked outside and there's a stair room, and when you went into the stair room, you couldn't see, the place you made the bracha, but then you walked outside and from outside you could see through the window the place where you made the bracha, but you still have to make a new bracha because you passed through a place where, where you were not able to see. I
4: have a question. Sure. Uh, this kind of goes back to the previous point you were talking about when you're about to make a bracha, in, or you're in a process of making a bracha in vain and then the phrase to save it, but before you save it. Yeah, but then before that, you said a full blessing, and I was wondering when you would say that, but I didn't get it down.
0: Okay, so let me let me put it on the board because I think it'd be the easiest way to. Um, so, oops. So you're you're making a bracha. So I'm I, I'm sorry about the nekudes. Um Baruch atah Hashem. Right. Yeah. So and then you alakenu melech right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you would, let's uh, put it right
1: there. No. right there
3: okay
0: so if you remembered right over there that will kind of um that'll kind of cut it off and it's if you already said the word of the then this life hack won't work okay then it's sort of like those life hacks that are like um if you're missing a corkscrew opener it's really easy to open a wine bottle all you need is a hot glue gun, a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> a washing machine that doesn't doesn't spew steam, and and you know uh, a pet cheetah. It's really easy if you have these four things. So, especially um, <laughs> a wine opener. Okay. But that I thought so,
4: is just that before you had said something way longer. I don't know if it pertained to food brachot. Oh, oh I said that if
0: I said Baruch Shem Khovah Machluselah.
4: Yeah, what is that?
0: Oh, so that's, that's what we say after Shema. Um, I'll put that on the board as well. The Baruch oh. Shem Khovah Machluselah is a. It's something we say if we didn't if we didn't uh, manage to do this live back, and we already said the word
1: elokeno. Then we say baruch shem k'vod Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, you're welcome.
0: Um, if you are eating in a group of people, and you, some of you, some of you um, heard a commotion outside, and you ran outside while you were eating something that something that is that goes into the previous category. In other words, something that um, has a bari nefashos after blessing. You are eating. You are eating uh, apples, s- strawberries, the kiwi. Uh, the options are limitless. But the um you're eating something which the after blessing is burning to fashos. So then, and but you there's a commotion side. So a bunch of you got up and ran outside, but one of you stayed behind. So when you come back, you don't
1: have to make another blessing. Because they kind of held down the fort. However, if you want to continue eating your strawberries outside, then you do have to make another blessing.
3: Okay.
2: Rabbi, now, Yes. Sorry, I feel like, I don't know why my brain isn't getting this, but with the popsicle, I thought what you said was that you don't need to say the corona in the same place so if you leave, that means the meal is over. But then what yes. you're saying now doesn't sound like it vibes with that. Because then if the meal is over when you leave, then how can you keep eating without another bracha? Uh,
0: because you left someone there. And that person held down the before.
2: Wait, sorry, not in the group situation, just in general with everything we said about being able to move out, like if you saw the place outside of the house, but like I thought we said you can't move around with a popsicle. I'm confused. Is what's happening. How
0: can you move around? Okay, with the- Let me, let me uh, break it down. One is not allowed to um, eat something that ha- like a Popsicle that has a bracha of and leave the place that he's eating and continue eating it unless he makes a
1: bracha, another bracha. There are exceptions to that. The exceptions include if he is in the same room. Or,
0: or if he had in mind to eat it somewhere in the else in the house. In contemporary times, even if he didn't have in mind, as long as he stays in the same house, he doesn't have to make another bracha. This would apply in a building as well. As long as you're in the building or the hospital, um, the business building, you do not have to make another bracha.
1: Another exception is if he's able to see the place that he made the original breath on. As long as he didn't go through a place that he can't in order to get there, and as long as he didn't cross a street. Um, another exception is if he was eating in a group and there was someone there, that,
0: and someone stayed to hold down the fort, and then they don't have to make a, another breath on. But otherwise he does have to make another run, but that all applies to foods and drinks that are that the person um, did not have to uh, did not have to make the the same place and they, they essentially foods and drinks that end with very now if it's a Food or drink that is a mezonot, that knows or bread that he has to bench, or a fruit, one of the seven types of um, uh, uh, produce that the Israel has been blessed with, then the halacha is different. Those are all foods that we treat like foods that have to be the after blessing has to be done in the same place and therefore we will find that less often you have to make a, another bracha. Let's examine. Before we even start, I want, to, I want to say that if one didn't have in mind that he was going to eat somewhere else, as well, one is not allowed to move during a meal. In other words, one should not go outside while they're eating before they bench unless you had in mind when you watched that you're gonna eat here and you're also going to eat somewhere else, and therefore you can, up, you can um, transfer your meal to another place. But if you did not have that in mind, then
1: you, then you cannot do that. I'll you. So as
0: long as you started your meal and you ate a, the equivalent of a kazais um, in, in the place that you, in the place that you, we'll, we'll talk about more about what a what the, the amounts of eating that are important for brachis. Um, but as long as you ate that significant amount where you started the meal,
1: you do not have to make another bracha when you move. Um, if you didn't eat a kezias and then moved, you must
0: make a new bracha. That means that if you, um, I think there's a common mistake, people will, will kind of know the Allah so what they do is they'll take a tiny piece of bread and eat it now, and then they'll walk to a totally different place. So they'll wash their hands, eat a tiny, a tiny piece of bread, and then they'll walk to a place that wouldn't be covered so they would actually have to make another bracha there unless it unless it falls into one of the categories that we are going to explain
1: um if one ate a kazai's ate the proper amount and then moved then like we said he
0: doesn't have to make a bracha on the on the bread in the place that he goes but there's, there's another interesting halacha, and it's like this. We didn't learn generally these halachis here, but if one is in the middle of a meal, there's some foods that he has to make a bracha on, nevertheless, like dessert, fruit. In the middle of a meal, one would have to make a bracha on. Now, if one was at home, let's try to think of some crazy example how this would happen. So um, you're at home, and you're feeding your pet monkey, who loves bananas and your middle of a meal, uh, not bananas, he loves oranges, and you're middle of a meal and you're like, wow, they look so delicious. So you want to try it. Well, you're middle of a meal, so you have to, you have to make a bracha. So you make a bracha and you eat a piece of orange, middle of your meal, and then someone does fireworks outside. It's crazy, it's the fourth of July, but it's during the day, and you have no idea why he's doing fireworks in your backyard. So you run out to your backyard to see what's going on and you're like, wow, it's kind of nice out here. And you decide to sit down and continue eating. And you realize that you're holding a piece of bread. So you're going to eat that obviously. And it's your, it's your turkey sandwich. And you're also holding your orange slice. It's still in your hand. So do you have to now make a bracha on that orange slice? Here's the the thing. When you were sat down originally for the meal, you made a bracha on it, but that was the place that you had the meal. You now move to a new place. Now it's true that the meal continues, but if if all we were talking about was oranges, right? That would be normal. But if all we were talking about is oranges, then you would actually have to make a new bracha in the second place. Because oranges are not something that you have to make the after blessing in the same place as, when you, as where you made it, as where you ate it. And therefore, you might think that you would have to make a new, a new blessing on the oranges, just like you would absent the meal. Because oranges are something you have to make a bracha on even during a meal. But nevertheless... The halacha is that you do not have to make another bracha on the oranges if you already made one during the meal, even if you move outside to see the fireworks. Now, this is not exclusive to a case of fireworks on the
1: 4th of July. I just want to clarify that. Even if it's not the 4th of July and there are no fireworks, um, this halacha would apply. Okay. Um, so when would one have to, one
0: should not, in other words, one should not move while having a meal, but if he did, he does not have to make a new bracha when he, in order to eat bread somewhere else.
1: But that begs the question, well, where do you bench? No, the answer to that question is,
0: if you finish your meal in the second place, you bench in the second place. If you didn't eat bread in the second place, then if possible, you must return to the first place in
1: order to bench. Sorry, I have a question.
2: Um, sure. So when you went out for fireworks, you had your turkey sandwich, you benched over the bread, and that was the first time you had benched over the bread, or you had you started eating it, you said, inside with the monkey? So-
0: Okay, so you started eating it inside with the monkey. Um, it sounds so much crazier when someone else is telling me. <laughs> um, you started eating it inside with the monkey and when, then you went outside and you continued eating it. Okay, okay. And so you didn't bench, you, never, you haven't benched it. So what okay, so we said was because, it, because we're talking about um, bread, you actually don't have to bench before you leave. Um, you, it's, I'm sorry, because we're talking about bread, you actually don't have to make another bracha as long as you didn't finish. We said you really shouldn't leave, but if you if you um, did leave, nevertheless, then you don't have to make another bracha. On the orange. Um, well, you don't have to make another bracha on the orange. You also don't have, don't have to make another bracha on the bread. But the, uh, the reason was
2: for not having to make another bracha
0: on the orange was... Why? The reason you don't have to make another bracha on the orange is because the orange um, kind of piggybacks on the meal. Uh, the
2: sorry, I came late, so, so just catching up here.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, no problem. It, while the halacha of, of an orange would actually be the opposite. If, if someone was eating an orange, then he moved somewhere else, he would actually have to make a, another bracha uh, outside or somewhere he couldn't see the original place he mm-hmm. would actually have to make another bracha on the orange. But here okay. that it was in the middle of a meal, so it piggybacks on the meal and he doesn't
1: have to. Okay, perfect, thank you. You're welcome. Um, uh, if one nevertheless benched in a place that he didn't eat, he is, it's okay, he has, he's, he's, done his, uh, he's done his duty. And he, he, the, the benching covers, the, he doesn't have to bench again. Um, However, the proper thing to
0: do would be to first bench and then go check out the fireworks.
1: Again, this is not exclusive to the case with fireworks. And now here's a very interesting halacha, and and this might be the last one that we can get to today, unfortunately, but if one set up a, a ceremony um
0: or set up his sat down and established a seating over a food that generally is you don't make meals of for example someone sat down to drink a tea with his friends
1: so the the tea is is really um really takes an important role over here um then you can,
0: if you leave, you can continue drinking the tea without making a bracha, as long as you didn't leave for an extended, another bracha, as long as you didn't leave for an extended period of time. The difference over here is that if it's used to establish some sort of um, important gathering or some sort of, um, it, it has some sort of extra importance over here, then as long as you didn't leave for an extended period of time, you are, you're good. I'm going to try and quickly in, in one minute get through the, the last halaches of this um, of this uh, the topic. If you're in an open area, so for example, you're in the park, uh, you're it's considered that you are in the same in the same um, place as long uh, as long and you don't have to make another bracha as long as you didn't um, as long as you didn't leave it in a, in a way that you can't see the original place. Um, and and that applies that applies as long as it is an open area. If you move into another enclosed area, that wouldn't apply, and you would have to make another bracha. I'm sorry, I went a couple seconds over. Um, but as I said, next week we'll be able to discuss with the lachis of um, uh, brachas.
4: Thank you so much, Rabbi are welcome.
2: Are you yes? next week? Um, are you going to be able to talk about? I have like some practical questions. Like, can I eat a yogurt while I'm walking around? And like, can, can I eat a bagel on a
0: road trip? So, so if you're walking around outside and you're, uh, as it relates to the yogurt, if you leave, if you have moved past the place where you're able to see and you cannot see the pl- your original place where you made the bracha, then you have to make another bracha.
2: So. No yogurts walking to campus from my apartment.
0: No, but if you're in the car, then you can. Okay. Because when you're in the car, it's considered the same place.
2: That's a bummer. Okay, thank you.
0: You're welcome.
1: Have a great long bummer, everybody. Thank Thank you.